The Bible is more than the history of God. It's His story. And here to show you how God can contribute to your story is your host, Barbara Culver. Have you ever thought about doing your own podcast? Well, let me tell you, the easiest way to do that is to get on Anchor. Anchor has all the tools that you need and gives you directions clearly how to do it, even educates you in doing a podcast. So if you've ever been thinking about it, I highly recommend Anchor. They even take your podcast and they send it out to venues all around. Hello, everyone. I'm glad you tuned in with us tonight. Have you had a blessed week? I certainly have. It's been some days kind of trying, healing. But other days has been so joyous. And even in the days of healing, there's always joy. My favorite verse in the Bible is Nehemiah 8.10. The joy of the Lord is my strength. You see, when I have his joy, I can deal with anything in life. And you can too. But tonight, I'm going to share with you the thing, some of the things that God has spoke to me through the word. Because the word has every answer that you need to any question that you have. And I firmly believe that because I've tried it, I've tested it, and for me it works. When I have a really deep question about something in life, I simply let my Bible open up to wherever it opens and I begin to read. In that process of reading, I do not pick out one verse and say, that's my verse. No. When I start reading, I may read one page, I may read ten. But in that reading, the Spirit will begin to move within me. And when it does that, I know I have reached the place for my answer. Several times, this has been very valuable in my life. For instance, when I grieved that my dad had passed away, not that he was gone. It was the fact I didn't feel like I had shared my faith enough because I don't know where my dad is spending his eternity. And every time I would try to share my faith with him, I was met with the same answer. Don't worry about me. You take care of yourself. I'm fine. So I grieved over that until one day I opened up the book of John and I read these words. Let the dead bury the dead. Now you go and do what I've told you to do. And I was amazed by that. I went, wow. Then when I was going to go on They asked me if I would take over the 
TV ministry of the Sunday school lessons. I didn't want to do that. But I opened up my Bible. And at that time, he led me to the book of Isaiah. And it was there when I read these words. I am a man of unclean lips. And God said, who will go and speak for me? Who will go and talk of us? The spirit moved in me. And I sat in my back room and said, I'm going on TV. And I did that for four years. Got to where I really enjoyed it. But I'm going to share with you with a passage tonight. Because there was a period of time when our church was going through a breakup. A very disastrous breakup. I didn't understand it at the time. And when things like this happen in our life, we tend to blame people. We tend to say, you know, this is just what's happening. This is the way people are acting. We don't think about the fact that God is in the middle of it, just like what's going on in the world around us today. But our church was going through this breakup. And I was having people come to me and say, what are we going to do? What are you going to do? And I said, I don't know. I haven't talked to the Lord about it yet. But I'm going to. And it was getting very ugly. It was getting very bad. And so I opened up the Bible. And once again, he led me to Isaiah. Only this time. It was in chapter 58. And I'm going to read to you when I read these words, the spirit moved within me and I knew this was my answer. I really knew it when I actually read the second verse. But I'm going to begin in verse 9. He says, Then you shall call and the Lord will answer. You shall cry and he will say, Here I am. If you take away the yoke from your midst, the pointing of the finger, and speaking wickedness, if you pour yourself out for the hungry and satisfy the desire of the afflicted, then shall your light rise in the darkness and your gloom be as the noonday. And the Lord will guide you continually and satisfy your desire in scorched places and make your bones strong and you shall be like a water garden like a spring of water whose waters do not fail and your ancient ruins shall be rebuilt and you shall raise up the foundations of many generations you shall be called the repairer of the breach the restorer of streets to dwell in. Wow. You say, now, how does that have anything to do with what was going on in your life? Well, as I said, there was a lot of miscommunications. There was a lot of blaming. There was a lot of very evil talk about people. 
And so he began with me telling me, don't point the finger at anyone. I wasn't to point the finger and say, you're doing this. Why aren't you supposed to be doing that? Or you're not doing this and you're supposed to be doing this. Or you brought this on this church. He said, stop talking wickedly about other people. And that took me back to the fact where God is in control of everything that's good, bad, or ugly. And this was getting very ugly. And so I knew God was in control of it, but it was hard for me to know what I was supposed to do. And he said, pour out yourself to the hungry and satisfy the desire of the afflicted. For me, at that moment in time, that meant those who were hungry to know what to do and how to do it to share with them what God had shared with me. Stop pointing the finger. The preacher didn't cause this. Other people didn't cause this. This is God. And he's going to do what he's going to do in this body of Christ. He says, when you do that, when you share yourself with the hungry and you satisfy their desire to know, what to do and when to do it, then your light's going to rise in the darkness and people are going to look up to you and they're going to come to you. And he said, even the gloom that you may have to share with them will be as the noonday because they're going to know that it's from God. It wasn't from me. He said, I will guide you continuously and I will satisfy your desires. I'm the one that's bringing this all about. Yes, the devil is here, but do you not know that judgment comes upon churches that are very how do I say this nicely? <laughs> Cruel to the men of God that God sends to that church. And there's our church wasn't the only one that does that. There are a lot of other churches that they're very cruel to them. And we had one pastor that our church was so cruel to that he actually left the ministry that God had called him to. He was so devastated. Do you not think that God's judgment is going to come upon you for that? I had even, didn't even know I was a prophesier, but I had prophesied to the church, do you really believe you're going to get by with this? And God's not going to bring judgment on this church. You don't do things like that. 
and get by with it. He said, but I'll make your bones strong. I'm going to make your witness to the people very strong. And it's going to water them. And it's going to be like a spring of fresh water. That God is in charge of this. And we're going to make it through it. Will you stand it firm and believe or not? And this is when I come to verse 12. This was part of it that I really did not understand at that moment in time. I came to understand it later. But that minute moment, I, I didn't understand how he says, and your ancient ruins shall be rebuilt. Well, let me share with this with you. God literally shut that church down. The doors were closed on it. But he rebuilt it into a stronger foundation. And you shall raise up foundations of many generations because this church had been in Henderson, Kentucky for hundreds of years. And now it was gone because God's judgment came upon it. But he gave me the ability to share with those who were hungry and who were thirsty the fact that God is going to do something here. I don't know. I didn't know what it was going to be. I didn't know how it would end up. But the Bible also always shares with us, God leaves a remnant. Anything that he tears down, he's going to rebuild. And so he has to have a remnant of his people to rebuild. And God said, you're going to raise up what these former generations had built. You're going to rebuild it. You're going to be a part of that. And he said, you shall be called the repairer of the breach. It wasn't just me. It was that whole remnant of people that God left in that church to restart another body of Christ and to be the kind of church that God intended us to be and to be the kind of people that worshiped God with everything that we are and everything that we live. And he gave me a Sunday school class who are the people are all older women. But I was just talking about this today in our class that it amazes me. These are women who are 70 and above and yet they all hunger still to learn about the word of God. And that amazes me. But that's the kind of church God himself rebuilt. He rebuilt that church. We actually merged with another church 
But in that merge, and I don't know what went on in the other church. I don't have their history. I only have the history of the body that I was in. But God takes what is seemingly horrible to us, seemingly so ugly, so evil, because people were saying, this is just evil. You can't do this. You can't tear our church down like this. But God found a pastor that was brave enough to do that, to do what God called him to do, because God had judgment on that church. But the main point I want to share with you is God has an answer for you for everything in your life in the Word of God. And all you have to do is open it up and let it speak to you. Cry out to Him and He will answer you. I promise you. Now I had a young girl tell me one time that just didn't work for me and I went, Really? And she said, no. She said, when I opened up the scripture, you know, they have that little sentence at the beginning of each chapter that tells you what's going to be in that chapter. And she said, none of that pertained to my life. No, that was written 2,000 years ago. But somewhere in there, God is going to speak to you. And you will know it when the Spirit moves within you. For me, that is the most comforting thing to know that the Spirit moves when I read what I need. I hope you got something out of that. And my prayer is that you use the Bible that way. Because God has an answer for everything. He knows what you need even before you ask. But he wants you to ask. And he will always answer. Until next week, I hope this week brings many blessings upon your life. Much healing to your body your soul, and your spirit. I pray that you will find a peace that you have never had before, a joy that can fill you up to the brim, and a love that you want to spread all around. Until next week, bye for now.